Hi, John. Hi, Wei Luo. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing just great. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you. I'm the、uh, program director here at All Classical Portland, and we just、uh, received your CD a little while ago, and have been enjoying the、uh, the selections very much.、Uh, so, of course, we're here to talk about what is your self-titled debut disc. Welcome. Thank you so much. Now, Wei, you have been at the Curtis Institute for a number of years, isn't that right? Yes, it's my eighth year. I came. To Curtis, when I was thirteen, right, and you're twenty now. Yes. So, what I'd like to、uh, talk to you about a little bit is your experiences at Curtis Institute, because、uh, one of your primary teachers is Gary Grafman, who is a world-renowned pianist, and of course has taught many、uh, throughout the years. What What is、uh, Mr. Grafman like as a teacher for you? He's like a great professor, but also a、uh, grandpa. For me,、ah. so yeah. Also,、uh, besides Mr. Grafman, I'm also studying with Mr. Robert McDonald, and they are both great teachers, and I feel very lucky. Wei, I was、uh, taking a look at the the website weiluopiano.com, and、uh, was taking a look at the gallery page, and there's quite a few pictures of you with with Mr. Grafman there. Yes. <laughs> Yes,、um, just like what I said, he is like my grandpa, and every time I perform either in Philly or in New York, he tried to come every time. And if he's not in town, he call me like right after I perform. Like I still remember when I was recording this album, I recorded this in New York last year, and、uh, the recording time was from eleven、um, to eight every day. And then he called me every day at 8:10 p.m. asking about if everything is all right with the recording. <laughs> so you see. So he takes good care of you. Make make sure that、uh, you're keeping along, of course, with your performances and your studies.、Uh, but it sounds like he's a good friend too. Yes, yes. So we can discuss a lot other stuff rather than music. Like where are the best restaurants or. Like what kind of health insurance <laughs> we're getting? So everything, ev- all the stuff. Yeah, I was uh, uh, intrigued also by、uh, some of the pos- pictures that you had taken with some other very recognizable classical、uh, figures, such as pianist Richard Good and Yefim、yes. Bronfman as well. They came、yes. to hear you perform. Actually,、um, I played for them at Curtis, so I remember I played Prokofiev Seventh. Sonata, which is on the album, I played that for Mr. Bronfman, and I I told him that I really I really like his CD of Prokofiev sonatas, and he said, "Oh, I like yours playing as well." <laughs> and so yes, they are really nice people first, and then they are great artists. So I feel very lucky to have the opportunity to know them and play for them. Way, I understand that you have a great love for Russian repertoire, and taking a look over the selections on the disc, they they take up a good chunk of the of the CD.、Um, do do any of the works on the CD、uh, reflect your studies with Gary Grafman? I mean, did did、uh, Mr. Grafman or your other teachers、uh, work with you on these pieces or suggest them for the CDs? Uh, yes, yes.、Uh, the program on the CD is chosen by、uh, me. Of course, I discussed with my label Decca Gold and as well as my both teachers. 
but uh, I played for my teachers、uh, many times those repertoires. And、uh, there's one story I want to tell about the Prokofiev Seventh Sonata on the disc. The second movement is a beautiful but sad movement. And Mr. Grafman told me a story, his personal story, that his wife Naomi. A new Prokofiev's wife, and she told Naomi that this movement was written after the Leningrad War, like one morning after the war. And then Prokofiev woke up in the morning, and then, like, opened the window, and he saw like trees and snows, trees with no no leaves on, and snows and dead dead body everywhere on the street, and. Like people are crying or screaming, and then they close the window, and then Prokofiev wrote the beautiful theme of the second movement right after he saw this tragic scene on the street. Yeah, so that's I think that's a really powerful story to me, and I think it's really amazing that how he still had has the love in this second movement after seeing this tragedy. Yeah, way I, I imagine for you that being informed of the story behind the music,、uh, you must carry that with you each time you come to that movement. Yes, exactly. I. I want to tell the story through my sound, through my music, to the audience. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. Communicating with the audience because、um, you're you're up there on the stage and you have the music to play. But、yes. how much do you think about the audience when you're playing? I think about the audience the whole time, a, a, a lot, and、um, I strongly believe that words are powerful, but. There is something in music that's、um, even more powerful, and words cannot describe, like the atmosphere, the mood, the the general feeling that, like very subtle feelings that words cannot describe. I want to use my ability、uh, and my sound and my music on stage and、uh, trying to communicate to the audience every moment I'm on stage. How about、yeah. how about communicating your own personal stories? I I understand that when you were a child, your mom took you to go see、um, some Tchaikovsky ballets. Yes, yes. When I was young, my mom took me to see like Sleeping Beauty and Swan Lake.、Um, but when I'm performing, I think I'm more focused on what the composer wants to say. That's the most important thing. And then, yes. What I'm trying to say is, yeah, it's there. But I think the most important is trying to depict the music itself to the audience. Prokofiev's Sonata on your disc is a large-scale work, and you also have 
Prokofiev's good friend and contemporary Dmitry Shostakovich with some of his preludes and fugues. Um, do these works yeah. seem to you uh, echoing the music of J.S. Bach? Mm, yes, in some ways, yes. Um, like his compositional techniques are are similar, but I think his mindset is totally different because there are stories behind the 24 Preludes and Fugues by Shostakovich um, that he tried to express him, his true feelings through these pieces, which he cannot express through other pieces because Stalin like forced him or asked him to write pieces that praise Stalin. And in those pieces, he has to write in a certain way. But in these pieces, like the prelude 24, number 24 on my desk, I think that's what he's really thinking about. So at the first time I heard this piece, I almost cried. And I heard like desperation and death and struggles in the theme of the uh, field. And, but I heard hopes and like the power to trying to survive, the will to survive in later the field. So that's why I think it's really a monumental work. also mention when you listen to pieces that you're playing yes you have heard you can hear other instruments and you try to bring those other instrument textures and colors and characters yes. in the piano music yes uh, for example on this album uh, the Lavals by Ravel is originally composed for orchestra and then he transcribed it to this version solo piano version but when I listen back to the orchestra, I realize there are much more colors, more sound, more mood in the orchestra part. And then I found the full score and try to find out what's that sound. And I try to mimic that sound and add them to my uh, performance. Can you recall um, a moment where you did that specifically in the music? Yes, actually, um, at the very beginning, there are some effective passages like arpeggios going up and down that's where i was imitating the um orchestra in the right hand mm -hmm. i tried to add more arpeggios Say that you do something similar with the Haydn sonata that's on here. You can you can almost hear it like is it like a little symphony to you? Yes, uh, I didn't add anything to the Haydn because um, it's originally a piano work. But as you know, like Haydn is the father of symphonies, and 
this is one uh, one of his most important works, and it's last piano sonata by Haydn, and it's very symphonic. So like if you hear this piece, you can imagine like the right hand is like violin section playing, and the left hand is like oboe or basson going on, and yeah, that's how I imagine this piece. Well, Wei Luo, next time I listen to that Haydn sonata, I'm going to try and pick up on some of those. Yes. See if I can see if I can hear the bassoon as well. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> hey, and the one composer we haven't touched on yet, and I know we're, I can see that we're coming close on time, but let's not leave out Rodion Chedrin, um, two polyphonic yes. pieces. Now, that's to me a slightly unusual choice. How did you come across these pieces? I heard them randomly. And then I really liked them. I thought the first short piece by Shedrin was really a sarcastic, uh, actually a little bit like Shostakovich. It's a sarcastic and funny two two voices piece. And the second piece is really cool. It's uh, called bass ostinato. And my left hand played like constant octaves, trying to create a mysterious effect. And my right hand is playing like a little jazzy and mysterious tune. And I think that's a really different color to add to my album. And also it's related to Second World War, especially the second piece. You can hear like the dissonance going on. It's trying to mimic the sound and the feeling of the war. So in some of your pieces, Wei, you, there's a little bit of the 20th century and its events. Uh, woven into the music. Yes, yes. I think it's quite a modern, modern album. <laughs> right. Yes, it is. And I imagine classical. Yeah. Now that this is set down on disc, I imagine you your head's full of what you want to do next. Um. Yeah, I have many crazy ideas, <laughs> that, but I need to discuss with my label <laughs> first. <laughs> Is is there a, a dream artist that you'd like to work with? You mean play chamber music together? Yeah, maybe maybe partner with. Yeah. There are so many actually. Mm. Actually, I want to play together with my teacher, Gary Grafman. Yeah, I think it would be really nice if we can play like two pianos or or four hands. Yeah. Oh, that would be lovely. Yeah. Well, Wei Luo, this has been a, a really nice conversation and uh, uh, so happy to have the time to talk with you and uh, give a little insight into the music that you have on your debut disc. Thank you so much for the, for, for the opportunity and for having me. Yeah. All right. Well, and I'm we, so glad you liked the CD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we look forward to sharing it with our listeners here at All Classical Portland. Yes, thank you. All right, have a good day. You too. Thanks, John.